Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is Power Play, and we're joined, as always, by Chris Yuminski. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? Doing quite well. Excited to talk a little bit about the beginning of the NHL season. Before we started, we talked a little bit about how we got some new networks in the mix. What are your thoughts off the bat from what you've seen so far? So, I mean, you already know the way I felt about the NBC broadcasts. I've yes. said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'll die on this hill. Pierre Maguire is the second worst uh, play-by-play guy in North American sports. I think the only one who's worse in my book is Joe Buck. Um, <laughs> All right. You probably count um, them out as ever being guests on this network then. <laughs> um, like, the NBC broadcasts were always kind of kind of dull, like, like the analysts and the play-by-play guys never really had a rapport with each other, so it's just kind of like listening to them talk. Mm-hmm. But ESPN, though, like we were all a little nervous going into it because ESPN's hockey coverage in the past hasn't been fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the first, but the first game, uh, Tampa versus Pittsburgh, they kind of a great group of analysts, some great play-by-play guys. Um, one of them who was calling the Tampa game was. Uh, was uh, uh, Ray Ferraro, who's one of my favorite analysts, probably one of the best in hockey world. And then uh, Sean McDonough, who, for all of you Boston people out there, you'll recognize him from WEEI. So he's moving up up in the world. Hmm. Yeah, that was Um, crazy when you told me that he was was on ESPN. I was like, damn, get a local guy. Rising the ranks. Well, like, I'm listening, to see. Like, I'm listening to the game, and I'm like, this guy kind of sounds familiar. He sounds like he's from Boston. So I you know, do a quick little Google search. I'm like, oh my God, it's Sean McDonough. Oh man, that's awesome. So good for good for Sean. We're all rooting for you. Keep it up. So, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, um, we started off the season with the Kraken and Golden Knights, correct? Yes. And how was that game? What do you think about? Uh, the Krakens, their first game ever. I mean, they looked a little rough, but I attribute that a lot to um, the fact that they were playing the Golden Knights. And mm-hmm. I think it was very unfair of the NHL to put a brand new team, never played a regular season game before, against one of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think uh, they, the so idea they, was like, oh, <laughs> we got uh, we got our two expansion teams but it's like yes but vegas isn't a normal expansion team they're quite good right so what was the final Uh, score of that one the final score it ended up being i think it ended up pretty pretty close in the end uh so yeah final score was a three it was a four three vegas so seattle tried to make Seattle tried to make a comeback in the third period, so that was that was pretty. Um, Jeremy Lozon from the Bruins um, is already showing that he is going to be a playmaker for that team. Mm-hmm. In the first in the first period, he made his presence known. Um, the first the first two goals of the NHL season, or the first goal for each game, was each scored by a former Bruin, Ryan Donato, um, who's a former Bruin and from Hingham, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored the first Kraken goal in history. Very cool. So that Represent. was kind of exciting. It was, 
it was a nasty goal too. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, really, like the thing I noticed from that night was there was a big um, Massachusetts uh, presence in both games that I watched. Danton Heinen got the got the first goal in the Penguins Lightning game. Obviously, Sean McDonough. We just talked about him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so a lot of a lot of Massachusetts guys and Bruins guys were making impacts. The Kraken looked pretty. It looked pretty good. I'm excited to watch more of their games. I always like to. I always like to pick a Western Conference team to mm-hmm. kind of root for on the side. And right. I think this year it's going to end up being Seattle. Yep. From from me. Yeah, you got to have uh, the backup. I mean, in the for NFL, like I've always been very partial to the, partial to the Cardinals. Um, Larry Fitzgerald's one of my favorite players, so they're like my my NFC team to fall back on when uh, when the Dolphins are doing bad, which is a lot in fairness. But also in fairness, the Cardinals are pretty bad a lot too. So, you know, it's just misery on both ends usually. Though not this season, yeah. so hopefully the crack. I thought it was funny when you texted me the other day and you're like, "Hey, can you talk about hockey this week? I need to stop talking about the Dolphins." Yeah, I need to stop talking about them. I need to stop thinking about them. I just is is bad. Is real bad. But uh, I feel for you, man. I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Other than that, um, anything else from these first few games stand out for you? Um. Yeah. Tampa looked rough. Tampa looked really rough in that first game. To get a Stanley Cup hangover. We talked about the championship hangover, but, man, they just – there is – I mean, the Penguins are a great team. There's no denying that, but they they didn't have Sidney Crosby. They didn't have their best player. Mm -hmm. Um, And they still – they kicked Tampa's ass, um, so that was kind of sad. And then – Jesus. Last so last night I watched uh, the Black the Blackhawks play, and a big thing with them is they got a new goalie, Mark Andre Fleury, mm-hmm. who, who they got from Vegas. Um, and he was the Vesna Trophy winner, the best the best goalie, um, a couple years ago. And my God, like just the circumstances of him going to Chicago were bad enough because they they traded him. And he found out he was traded on Twitter. Oh, that's not great. Not yeah, good that's optics. Like, that's, mad disres- that's mad disrespect right there. Mm-hmm. And then, no, he gets, to, he gets to Chicago, which is, they're an okay team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're definitely not the greatest team, but they're nowhere near the worst. I think mm-hmm. he's going to rot there. He played, like, absolute shit last night. Right. Um, about uh, four goals in the first period, like, and they—they, they, I don't think they ever took him out. So it was just—it was really rough looking at him. I feel bad for him. He's gonna rot in Chicago. Um, yeah. it was just well, rough. Yeah, that's unfortunate, obviously. But uh, anything else from the first few games you wanna you wanna mention? Well, I guess I just want to say again, uh, ESPN did a pretty good job. The best. The best broadcast I've seen so far is the TNT broadcast. Oh, they right. even did this man like the the group of analysts and play by play guys they got. They're it's relaxed. They're not trying to over explain things to you. Like I feel like NBC did that, mm-hmm. which was 
Like, I don't want to watch a game and feel stupid while I'm watching it. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, guys like Joe Buck just, like, saying what's on the saying what's on the screen as if I don't already know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that was pretty good. Um, Wayne Gretzky made a little appearance in that broadcast, so that was kind of cool. Everyone, everyone loves the great one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so overall, I think the hockey watching experience has vastly upgraded, even with just the small sample size that we had. Right. Hey, that's good to hear. I'm glad. I'm glad that like hockey fans are gonna have a good broadcast to watch rather than being like, I love the sport, but this is rough to to watch how it's presented. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so moving on to a more serious topic, I guess. Um we have a you know, I guess mental health's kind of been at the forefront of uh sports of late which i think is good i think um it's a positive thing you know people should be talking about it and we have a story like that for the nhl right yeah carrie price we talked about carrie price before on this show um Mm -hmm. how he's an elite goalie in the league um he probably he carries montreal Mm -hmm. um he announced the or somebody through him it might have actually been his wife um put out a statement that he is taking the leave of absence from from the league he's not playing for montreal Mm -hmm. um and he has entered the the nhlpa and nh um uh it's like it's an it's a mental health assistance program that he's Mm -hmm. put himself in they make themselves available to players for any number of issues they might have. Um, and Carey Price sort of hinted in the last few months that there was something going on with him mm. mentally. Um, even just like when he made himself available to Seattle, um, it kind of made people, you know, raise some eyebrows. Like, is he mm. not happy in Montreal? Is he maybe looking to... Is he looking for a change of scenery? Um, I don't know fully what's going on. Nobody knows why he's entered into this program. Um, but it'll be at least a 30-day absence for him from Montreal. Um, and, you know, like we're all just glad that if he needs help, we're all glad that he's getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, the NHL is great for making this available to the players. Um the only real negative that I see is for the Montreal Canadiens. Of course, yeah. Unfortunate yeah. for them. But like this is it's very bad timing because they also just lost uh uh one of their top defensemen, um Sebastian Ajo. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a little rough for them trying to to follow up on their mostly successful season, right? Like, they, they were in the championship, so, like, that's pretty great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like you said, um, you know, happy happy that there's an avenue for him to, you know, get some assistance going, yeah. or, going on here. Or no. I'm sorry. I said some bad. Uh, I get them confused sometimes. Sorry, that's all right. Um, yeah, so 
it's an uphill battle for Mon- for Montreal right now, even coming off their Stanley Cup appearance. Yeah, no, um, it's so... going to be rough for them defensively. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, anything else you want to add before we get on out of here? Uh, nope. I guess so. Saturday is is Bruins puck drop. They're playing the Dallas Stars. I'm ex- I'm wicked excited for that game. Um, I'm excited to see how first of all how the goalies are going to look. I'm uh, looks like Jeremy Swayman is going to get the start. Um, so I'm excited to see him play. Um, I'm excited to see uh, how Nick Foligno play, plays with us, how how Taylor Hall is going to do again this year, too. They looked pretty good in the preseason, but the preseason is the preseason. Of course. Um, so it'll be cool to see them play in a game that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm looking very forward to that. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, in stick right here if you like this talk you'll like our Bruins coverage i mean if you look at chris's screen right now you can tell pretty big Bruins fan and uh we do focus mostly on the Bruins. for some reason this is your first time checking out the channel we'll be covering the Bruins very in depth this season and i'm looking forward to that chris anything else you want to add uh nope all i gotta say is hockey's back it's exciting go all right, and Chris, where can they find you online? So I, the best place for me is on Twitter, Chris underscore Uminski, always throwing in my Superfire hockey takes. Uh, and, yeah, just all kinds of hockey talk. If you if you like uh, Maple Leafs losing memes, I'm your guy. Yes, very true. I can attest to, to that. Yes. Oh, man. All right, so follow Chris there. You can follow me on Twitter at the fake this B-M-A-R-R. Channels on Twitter at Wicked Good Sport or at WG Everything. Instagram, Wicked Everything. Twitch, twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. And hopefully soon at Wicked Good Sports on there as well. Got some stuff going on for there. Uh, this has been Power Play. <laughs> Almost butchered it. This has been Power Play. And, uh, Chris, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And we'll see you all in the next one.